Hi, I'm Steve Mabb, Chair of the Australian Shareholders Association, and we're proud to be hosting the 2024 Investor Conference in Melbourne from the 19th to the 21st of May. And we're stoked that Phil, the host of this podcast, is going to be our special guest MC. If you haven't heard much about the ASA Conference, it's a flagship event that attracts around 300 investors and industry professionals, including the Chair of National Australia Bank this year, the Chair of AGL. We have Dr. Sam Hupert, the founder and CEO of Primedicus, and we've also got Richard White, the founder and CEO of WiseTech coming along, along with many others. For a limited time, new members can enjoy special pricing on registration for the upcoming conference, along with a complimentary 12-month digital membership with the ASA. That's two-day conference registration plus one-year ASA membership for $499, a saving of $150. Simply search for Australian Shareholders Conference Register, click on two-day conference non-member, enter the discount code MEM, as in member, 499, the number's 499, so that's MEM 499 to claim your special offer. Come along and meet me and Phil at the conference. We look forward to seeing you there. And I hope you enjoyed this episode of Shares for Beginners. Hey, it's Ryan Reynolds, and I'm here with Keith, co-star of my upcoming film, If, only in theaters May 17th. Do you want to tell people the big news? All right, I'll do. It. Sign up now and you'll get unlimited for $15 a month in six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan on us. Mintmobile.com slash switch. Upfront payment of $45 equivalent to $15 per month. Unlimited over 40 gigabytes per month. Face lower speeds. Videos at 480p. Active Mint customers by 531.24 get six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan. Auto renews after six months. Offer ends May 31st, 2024. Separate Paramount Plus registration required. Terms and conditions apply if rated PG. Shares for Beginners. Weekend Watchlist. G'day and welcome back to Shares for Beginners Weekend Watchlist, where we'll be taking a close look at an individual company, sector or ETF that you may wish to consider for your watchlist. It's not a recommendation to buy, but a way for you to learn how experts screen for value. Joining me today is Mark Tobin from Coffee Microcaps. G'day, Mark. G'day, Phil. Good to be back on. Good to have you back on. So, Mark, you're going to be looking at Shiro Holdings, ASX code SHM. Tell us about Shiro and what do they do? Yeah, I mean, Shiro is a pretty simple business. I mean, they distribute products. They're a distributor, whether that's third-party brands, um, where they're the distribution agent in Australia or New Zealand on behalf of of brands, or um, more recently they've they've gone into the private label or, or their or their own brands and uh, you know developed some interesting products and have started distributing them uh, both in Australia and New Zealand, but also into Europe, into the US. So, you know, it's a quite a, a, a it's base, uh, basic level, you know, quite a simple business. They buy or manufacture one price and then sell to retailers around the world uh, at another price and they just make that little distribution margin in the middle. Business been around for many number of years, so like a long track record and it's more recent developments in the own brand space makes it interesting and you know i just think they're in quite a interesting position um where they are at the minute i have to make a disclosure here because um, i hadn't heard of this company and then when i did a bit of research before our discussion i realized that our range hood in our kitchen that we bought is um robin hood brand which is one of their brands and i gotta tell you this is the most bulletproof range hood I've ever seen you know sometimes they're very flimsy and the fan on it I can't believe it like if you you know if you put it onto number three it would suck your face through it (laughs) so I think they're very well built 
Yeah, and I th- I think that's you've kind of upstaged me on what I was going to say. Um, you know, the name of the company I guess wouldn't be familiar to a lot of people. Well, uh, and it's a microcap, so it's probably not a, you know familiar to a lot of ASX investors either. Uh, you know, it's capped around one hundred and ten, hundred and fifteen million. So you know, not tiny, but still, you know, even by microcap standards, it's a it's one of the smaller size. Um, but yeah, there. I, I was going to say the the probably product that most people are familiar with that they distribute his your uh, Casio calculator scientific one that you would have would have had in high school or or university. So they've been Casio's distributor exclusively in Australia for the last thirty years. So if you've ever bought a Casio keyboard or a calculator or any kind of Casio branded product, you've basically been a customer theirs. Uh, more recently, yeah, they've gone into the the own brand stuff, as I said. Um, you know, Robin Hood kitchen appliances, Omega kitchen appliances, but probably the one that they're probably most people might be familiar with or have at least seen, given the colourful nature of the product, is the Everture barbecue range that they've, um, I guess, partnered with the the famous chef Heston Blumenthal. And that's, you know, really, I guess, their kind of marquee own brand product. And then on the third party brands, uh, Casio definitely be their kind of marquee brand. They also do uh, Pioneer, but that's only in the New Zealand market. They don't do the Pioneer stuff in, uh, in Australia. But, you know, two big brands i think you know the 30-year relationship with casio um i think gives gives a sense of you know these guys are well established in the market know what they're doing have deep networks and channels into retailers where they can now start selling some of their own proprietary bands that they've kind of developed over the last few years I have to say, Mark, it's great to be talking about a stock that's not a, a tech company. <laughs> this is a very old school kind of company we're talking about here, isn't it? Yeah, I was listening to some of your other guests that you've had on on this uh, weekend watch list uh, episode. There's a lot of tech and growth, and as you say in your intro, you know how we screen for value, and I think you know Shiro is definitely one that throws up a lot of value. I mean, as I say, it's got a market cap call it on today's share price, maybe 115 million. At the end of their last result, they had nearly 18 million in cash on the balance sheet with no debt. So, you know, you're nearly talking the bones of 15% to nearly 20% of their market cap in pure cash. They pay a dividend. um, So they paid seven cents fully franked for the last three years in a row. I'm kind of expecting them to pay maybe a little bit more in, the, in this coming year. They've been holding that dividend steady for the last three years as they've kind of pushed money into building out the Everdure barbecue range in particular, you know, getting set up in new markets, marketing, product development, shipping, you know, just getting a brand off the ground as, as anybody who's maybe ever launched a product-based business will tell you, you know, there's a lot of upfront cost before the sales kind of catch up. And that's what they've been doing in the last three years, as well as paying down debt. Um, but, you know, go back three years ago, you know, they were they were paying 10 cents fully franked. So, you know, I'm hoping this year with the big cash balance, the debt gone, the brands starting to get traction, especially the barbecue brands, that, you know, maybe they can nudge that dividend maybe up to eight cents a share. If they do that on today's share price, you know, you're looking at a, a fully franked yield of about 7%. So 7%, you know, at any stock is pretty good. And I think 7% for a micro cap is, is pretty exceptional. 
And the the balance sheet's pretty strong as well. Tell us about the balance sheet. Yeah, as I said, you know, they've got their debt down over the last uh, few years. They've got it down to zero. And now they've got this big cash balance that they're sitting there with. And, you know, they just recently had their AGM because they're a a December year end, although that's changing now this year. They're moving to a a standard June year end. But uh, at the AGM, the comments were, you know, they're looking around for an acquisition that would potentially fit with what they're doing already. Uh, The key about distribution businesses is, you know, for the most part, you're leveraging a quite a heavy fixed cost base. So the more product you can push through the warehouse, uh, either faster or in terms of the sheer number of products, the better. Um, So it's all about volumes in in the distribution game. Uh, So they're looking around for an acquisition. I think they might be struggling to find something because they said if they couldn't find anything by the end of, of 2021, you know, they were going to relook at the balance sheet and, you know, how much kind of capital they need to keep on there. Now, that says to me, if they don't find an acquisition, I think they're definitely going to start looking at potentially a, a special dividend or some other way to return value to shareholders. But I think a special dividend is probably the most obvious uh, choice to me. So, you know, with that big cash balance, I think the balance sheet is, is, is giving them plenty of flexibility to do an acquisition that they won't need to borrow for or they won't need to raise money for. Or in the absence of this acquisition coming to fruition, you know, then they're going to relook at um, maybe share buyback or a special dividend. But I would think, you know, a special dividend is probably a bit more likely than, uh, than a share buyback at this point. And uh, growth by acquisition can be a risky thing. Is there are there any other risks that um, you've identified with this company? Yeah. So the the expansion overseas. If you look at their last um, annual report, where it like breaks down the sales by kind of geographic region, you can see that their international business is still not profitable, and that's why I was saying you know they're keeping the the dividend kind of steady over the last three years as they build it out. It's getting pretty close to break even or even profitable. I'd be expecting that in the next kind of 12 months but with global supply chain still in a mess after corona it, it may push it out a bit longer so that's why the key risk is that that international business not turning profitable in the next kind of 12 months as i would expect that's kind of one of the risks they export to 33 different countries so it's how all of these various countries open up um, as vaccine rollouts happen you know the the us and the uk are you know definitely leading the the way but you know they supply many other countries in europe and it's about how fast these economies can reopen especially when the you know when the barbecue ranges are kind of marquee product overseas and we're heading into northern hemisphere summer you're heading into peak season for those sales so that, that's kind of one of the key risks is, is how fast these companies open up, uh, sorry, countries open up, and then what that means then in terms of pushing that uh, international side of the business into profitability. Other than that, you know, as I said, I think they've got a, like a rock solid balance sheet. So, you know, I think it would take uh, something really from left field, I, I think, to kind of knock them off kilter that would see them, you know, raising capital or, uh, you know, cutting the dividend at this point. So we're looking for a barbecue-led recovery then. <laughs> yeah, a barbecue-led recovery. Um, from the AGM, they, they did say <laughs> that you know margin pressure was a bit of a, an issue in the US on the barbecue side due to some kind of tariffs that are still in place um, from the kind of Donald Trump era. But they did call out the UK and to a lesser extent continental Europe is actually going quite well. So, you know, net-net, I, th- I, I still think they're on track. 
but yeah, that's definitely the growth engine of this business. The, the Casio business, I think it gives a nice foundation and it's a steady business that they know well that, you know, they make money out of, but it, it, you wouldn't say it's exactly growing or it's growing very slowly. You know, I mean, given the biggest selling product that they do is, is the school calculators. It's a function of how many high school and university students there are. So, which is, you know, kind of linked to population growth. So it's, it's never going to be really a high growth business, but what it is, is profitable, steady, and it gives them nice cash flow to kind of channel into these other brands that they've been working on over the last few years and which are now, you know, starting to gain traction. And, you know, it makes quite a difference when you, when you have a division or a product line that, you know, flips from suddenly losing money to making money, you know, really has a, a, a disproportionate impact on the bottom line. Mark Tobin, thank you very much for joining us today. Cheers. Thanks, Phil. Shares for Beginners is for information and educational purposes only. It isn't financial advice, and you shouldn't buy or sell any investments based on what you've heard here. Any opinion or commentary is the view of the speaker only, not Shares for Beginners. This podcast doesn't replace professional advice regarding your personal financial needs, circumstances, or current situation. Thanks to Christopher Sulas for music production out of Garlic Breath Studio. Remember, music flows when the bunny don't. Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here. And it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt free. Hello, Fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello, Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com. 